0: And we will say. Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministries, where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth.
1: We are talking about stewardship. You know, and I was saying we are only caretakers. Are you with me? We are only caretakers of what God entrusts into our hands. We read Psalm 24, "The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof." And he goes on to say, "And they that dwell therein. Think about it. The earth is the Lord and all its fullness. That is everything on this planet. And underneath belongs to God. And then he says, and they that dwell therein, you and I. They, human beings, they that dwell on this planet belongs to God. Do you understand that human beings belong to God? Even the devil himself was under God's authority until he became too proud for himself. Praise the Lord. So the point is, we are only caretakers, we are only stewards of even our own life. You are not for yourself, you belong to somebody, it is God's breath. That is in you that you breathe. And that is why, at a, a certain time, listen, if it was left to you, you'll want to be here forever. But at a certain time, he would take his breath away. We need to get our facts right. We need to get our priorities right. This is only uh, 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 you know, this is we're only just passing through this life. Eternity is our goal. So you know let, let, let's look at the, the the things that God has given to us. Let's look at God's desire. For human beings. His desire is to prosper us. Amen? You know, any good, any good master, let me put it that way. Any good master wants their servant to be reasonably well-off. If your servant is well looked after, you know, clothed nicely, um, you know, healthy and all the rest of it, it shows how the kind of master you are. Is that right? Your servant that cater for you, that looks after you, he's like a tramp on the street. That talks about the kind of master you are. God is our father in heaven. In a sense, he's our master. We are his servants. His desire for us is to not, not, not to let us go wretched. His desire for us is to prosper us. Amen. Let's look at, and we don't have much time, so we're going to go over some of the scriptures and we're just going to mention some of it, but look at Genesis chapter 13. No, yeah, go go to Genesis chapter 13, verse 2.
0: Genesis chapter 13, verse 2. Abraham was very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. Amen. Amen. 2435. Genesis 2435. Mm-hmm. The Lord has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great, and he has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male and female servants, and camels and donkeys. Amen. Amen. You see those two scriptures talks
1: about who? It's talking about Abraham. And in a nutshell, God has what? Prospered Abraham. His servant. His servant. Abraham is a servant of God. And God has prospered his servant. Let's look at Isaac. In Genesis 26, 12 12 through 14.
0: Genesis twenty-six twelve through 14. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Amen.
1: Amen. Abraham, God prospered. Isaac, God prospered. Look in uh, Genesis 30. 43, 30, 43.
0: Genesis 30, verse 43. Thus the man became exceedingly prosperous and had large flocks, female and male servants, and camels and donkeys. Amen. Amen. That's Jacob. Abraham, God prospered.
1: Isaac, God prospered. Jacob, God prospered. Look, 1 Kings 3, 13.
0: 1 Kings 3, 13. And I have also given you what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be anyone like you among the kings all your days. Amen. Amen. It's talking about Solomon.
1: Solomon asked for wisdom, and when he asked for wisdom, God was pleased. God approved his request to say, you didn't ask for wealth, you asked for wisdom so that you can do what I've asked you to do, and because of that, I'm going to prosper you. Amen? Amen. So you see, Abraham, God prospered, his servant. Isaac, his servant, he prospered. Jacob, his servant, he prospered. Solomon, his servant, he prospered. Amen. Amen. Job chapter 42,
0: 12 through 13. Job. Job 42, 12 to 13. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning, for he had 14,000 sheep, six thousand camels one thousand yoke of oxen and one thousand female donkeys he also had seven sons and three daughters amen
1: amen this is after job had lost everything this is after you know the story of job Job lost everything, lost all his children, lost everything that he had. The only thing that was left for Job was his breath. But God, the Bible is telling us that God restored all that Job had. And gave him seven more sons and three daughters. I got thinking about this. That, you know, if Job Job was of age when he lost all that he had, and then after that went on and had seven sons and three daughters, you know, Job is the oldest book in the Bible. That means, that means he was among those, in those days that they were living for 900 years and so on and so forth. Even possibly more in Job's time. Praise the Lord. Amen. But you see, I've just showed you in the Old Testament, God prospered his servants. God, pros- listen, prosperity that we, we you know, in, in the Bible is, is, is nothing special. It's normal. It's nothing special for God to prosper his children. It is his will that we prosper above all. That our soul even prosper in Philippians. It is God's will for you to prosper. I'm talking about stewardship. I want you to know that whatever God entrusts into your hands, it is his will, his desire for you is for you to be well off. God wants you to be well off. God wants you to be. That's His desire for you and I. It's it's normal. Praise the Lord. Look in Mark ten twenty nine. Mark ten twenty nine.
0: Mark ten twenty nine. So Jesus answered and said, "Assuredly, I say to you, there is no one." Who has left house, or brothers or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake, and the gospels? Who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time? Houses and brothers and sisters, and mothers and children, and lands with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. Amen. Amen.
1: Jesus assured his Servants, That if you follow him, if you surrender to him, if you will serve him, if you will deny it all and follow him, if you will take up your cross and follow him, you will have houses, you will have brothers, you will have sisters. All your needs will be met according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I want to emphasize this. That prosperity, according to God's will, is normal for his children. This is, you know, this prosperity is not something that we should... We should be fasting and praying about. God prosper me. He's already prospered you if you will serve him in spirit and in truth. Amen. It is yours. He will, he will go over 10,000 people to get to you if you are doing what he has asked you to do. Amen. Prosperity is not, you know, it's not sowing a seed. God is not going to bless you because you sowed the seed. You are already come on now. You are already blessed. As his child, you are already blessed. What you need to do in order for the to for what you need um for you to activate the blessing. All you need to do is to be obedient to him. Not to some prophet. Not to some man. Not to some... All you need to do is to be obedient to his word. Praise the Lord. You are already prosperous. Get that in your heart. Get that in your spirit. And you see, there are levels... In this thing. God prosper us all. You know, he, he made all, God, God made all the land. But you know, there are some places you dig, you find oil. You will not find diamond there. There are some places you find diamond, you won't find oil there. What I'm trying to say is God has distributed it all for us all. Amen. Amen. So we are, you know, our wealth is different. God prosper us differently. Amen. Amen. Some people prosper in their early stages of life. Others prosper in their late middle stage. Others prosper in their late stage. Our prosperity is different. But you hold on to your Lord. The Bible says in due course you shall reap if you do not give hearts. In due course, at the appropriate time, at the appropriate time, there will be a harvest. Your harvest will come. If you will not give up, if you won't listen, God is very, 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 very reliable to his word. Very, very, very reliable to his word. You can hold him, you can hold him ransom for his word. You can take him on his word. You can hold him and say, you said, you said, you said. That's why Jacob said, he get hold of the angel. And said, I won't let you go until you bless me. But in this case, you're not even asking for a blessing. You are holding him to his word. Praise the Lord. Let's get away from you know, somebody say do this and God will prosper you. Somebody say this, do this and God you know, if God I have always said, if God wants to do something in your life, he will first of all ask you to do something. And that's in one sense, he wants your obedience. And you see, it's a chain. Because you see, if, if, God, if God wants to bless her, he's telling her, bless her. Because God's getting me ready to bless her. And God's getting him ready to bless me. It's a chain. And when you become disobedient to the chain, God bypasses you. And use this one to bless him. But then this one is not going to come. It's going to go down that way. Are you with me? So if we will be obedient to his word, we don't need any prophet to be telling us to, to sow a seed because the seed is going in his pocket. God didn't tell him to tell you. Now lie. Praise the Lord. See, you got to know what you're doing. You got to know where you're at. You got to know what God was said. And that is why it is so important for us to stay in the word and have confidence in the word. Then you will not be deceived. And that is what um, John John 8, 31, 32, this is the, no, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. When you stay in the word, you study the word, you know the truth, and the truth liberates you. The truth liberates you. We are bound. The scripture says, because of the fear of death, they are for their lifetime subject into bondage. Because they are afraid, they're not liberated. And because they are not liberated, they are subject into bondage. In other words, whatever they've been told is not true, but because they are afraid to walk out, they are in bondage. You shall know the truth, and the truth liberates you. The truth sets you free. Praise the Lord. Look in Philippians 4.19. We're going to skip some of these scriptures. Philippians 4.19.
0: Philippians 4.19. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.
1: Praise the Lord. Paul was writing to the Philippians and he's telling the Philippians, look, you did come through for me. You you brought me um, an offering. And the offering that you brought me is well appreciated. The Lord is well, the, the Spirit well appreciated. And because of your obedience to the word, to provide for God's servants, Paul speaks into their life that my God will supply all your needs. In plural, my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That applies to you and I today. That if we will take care of the things of God as stewards, if we will use what God has entrusted into our hands, if we will use it for God's will, if we will be obedient to God, we will qualify For this verse, then we can hold God to his word that you said you will supply all my needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Church, we can go through scriptures and scriptures and scriptures. 3rd John, chapter 2, 3rd um, John, verse 2, sorry. 3rd John, verse 2.
0: Beloved.
1: Verse
0: 2. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health. even Just as your soul prospers. Amen. Amen. John is pronouncing...
1: That his desire for the people is that they prosper in all things. Prosper in all things. This is the important bit. Prosper in all things. You know, most people find it difficult, very, very difficult to be balanced. See, We are a spirit being, we have a soul, and we live in a vessel, we we live in a body. And so there is the spirit side of us, and there is the physical, which is the the body, the flesh side of us, the natural side of us. And, And most of us struggle to keep a balance between the spirit and the flesh. Praise the Lord. So, God wants us to prosper in all things. We prosper spiritually, and then we prosper materially. Listen, God wants us to prosper in every area of our life. Are you with me? So, when you get get in material things, keep a balance of spiritual things. When you get in spiritual things, keep a balance of also material things. Because God wants you to prosper in all things. Amen. Amen. He wants you to prosper in everything, in every realm, spirit, soul and body, he wants you to prosper, he, wherever where you were last year you ought not to be the same by the end of the year Amen. if you look at yourself and you realize that yes you got that promos- promotion in that job, you got more money, things are going really cool you got that new, new suit? Well, the next thing is to look for a new car. And the next thing is to, you know, the, your shoes, you know, there's a mark there. Let's get a new shoes. When you're looking at all that, check yourself. How, how much are you growing spiritually? Keep a balance. God wants you to prosper in every area of your life. Amen. Amen. God wants you to prosper in every area of your life. Keep a balance, both physically and spiritually. Keep a balance. Be well balanced. Praise the Lord. Jesus himself, he had a treasurer. Amen? Jesus had a treasurer. Jesus had a treasurer and then he took care of evangelistic team Jesus took care of a whole evangelistic team of 12 he was prosperous the bible tells us when 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 they throw um what is it um for for, for for to to see whether they should do with his his gown they cast lot thank you when they cast lot the reason why they cast lot was because they couldn't split his what he was wearing i got you know he he jesus the bottom line is jesus was well off are you with me the attire he was wearing was an expensive attire. Mm. Praise the Lord. I remember at the, when I was in f- my final year at school, back home, we wear shorts, khaki shorts. And, my, you know, it was my final year. I think I used it in the year before, and it was my final year. So I don't need to get a new one. The thing is, I don't need to get a new one because there's no money, and so I can't get a new one. Praise the lord and I remember very well almost every weekend there was this um um this you know, the Muslims, if you know back home, some of you are born here, but the Muslims, they had this machine that they, they weave, and it fills, you know, if any hole there, it fills it up. Every Saturday, I have to take these for because, you know, even wearing it, you hear it, it tears. And then then you have to take it there for him to. I think he was charging me three three pence. And then he was so her. And then no, no no the following week. If not the following week, the following week somewhere else is gonna take it. My point is I I I was I was really I was really low on money. And it wasn't I that was low on money. My my dad was low on money. I didn't even ask him for that money. I somehow I just managed to, you know, save a bit here, a penny here, and then go and do it. But you know, clothes that are sewn together, bits and pieces, and so on, it's not expensive clothes, are they? Jesus was well off. I want to give you some points. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to get to this point. Um, I'm going to be doing PowerPoints. Praise the Lord. (laughs) That's so exciting, man. I'm going to be doing PowerPoints. And, you know, dangers that are associated with um, prosperity. You know, God wants us to prosper. Praise the Lord. God wants his people to prosper, his children to prosper. But there are dangers that are associated with prosperity. If God can get it through you, he will get it to you. You need to remember that. You see, God can get it through you. That makes you a hoarder. And because you are a hoarder, God can't use you anymore. Praise the Lord. Um, praise the Lord. Next. To measure your wealth by material possession applies uh, um, applies a false standard to life. If you measure your wealth uh, with material things or by material things, if you are worthy and you look at your material things and yes, this is me, well, it's a false standard to life itself. Life is not about material things. I've picked up this saying and I always say to people, there's more to life Than money. There is more to life than money. God wants us to prosper. To have money, in one sense, is prospering you. But there is more to life than money. Money is not everything. When you get in money, you make sure it is good money. It is good money. You didn't turn somebody over. You didn't rob somebody bank account. You see we, we came here with nothing. We came here with nothing. And, and, and listen, moreover, listen, you are here on assignment. You're here because God brought you here. Do, do you understand? Your life is not your own. You are here on a mission. God brought you here on assignment. Make sure you fulfill your assignment so that one day you will hear him say to you, thou good and faithful servant. You are a servant. You're here on this planet on a mission. You have an assignment the same way as Jesus came with an assignment. You and I, we have our assignment, and we must find it and fulfill it. We will take nothing with us with the exception of the things that we have done in spirit. That is the only thing we will take with us. We are caretakers. Next one. Wealth can lead to pride and cause one to forget the Lord. We're talking about dangers that are associated with prosperity. Wealth Wealth can lead to pride and cause one to forget the Lord. And the end result is what? Destruction. The end result is destruction. Wealth can lead to pride. We are not saying. Wealth is not good. Anyway, let me not get ahead. Next one. The rich young man who loved his possession more than he loved God. His money owed him. Amen. His money owed him. I pray God that your money will not owe you. I pray God that your money will not owe you. But you will owe the money. Next. The problem is not with money. But with out attitude towards but with our attitude towards it, praise the Lord. Um, with our attitude towards it. So the problem is not money, it's how we handle the money. Are we willing? for God to use us when he give it to us, or we're going to be hoarders. The real test of wealth or not, or the real test of whether or not you are on safe ground as if you are ready to distribute and willing to share. Do you get that? Mm. If you want to te- check yourself, um, how am I doing? Am I being a good steward? Check yourself. Am I willing to distribute? And sometimes, you know, sometimes God will allow us to go through or or, or have a situation in our life and it's only to prove us. Only to test us. The same way that he allowed Abraham to be tested. God was not ever going to kill Isaac. But he tested Abraham. How far are you willing to go with me in this covenant? Yours is mine. Mine is yours. So this son is mine. Are you willing to give him to me? Go ahead and give him to me. At times, situation will come our way. And God will check our hearts. And if we surrender our heart to his will in that situation, sometimes the situation changes. Because we have become submissive, obedient, and we don't even have to do anything. But our hearts were ready to respond. Praise the Lord. We must be willing to distribute whatever God entrusts in our hands. Next. Conclusion. Wealth in the life of anyone whose heart is not right towards God is very, very, very dangerous. So, that is why, that is why, are you with me? That is why we are told To do what? Seek the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. First, get your heart right with God and everything else will be added unto you. Praise the Lord. What's the last one there? God lies for overcoming The dangers of wealth. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Get your vision right. Get your focus right. Listen, we are going to heaven. Heaven is our goal. As a heaven is our goal, and that's where we are going. Let's get our attitude right. Let's get our vision right. Let's get our focus right. And whatever that we need to do to get there, that is what we need to do. It's not just fasting and praying and staying in the Word and doing, no, no. There is also a times that God wants you to also help somebody. Be a good steward. Of what God has entrusted into your hands. Be a good steward. Listen. Listen. It's true. That every realm. You understand? Both spiritual realm and physical realm. Every area of our lives. It's important to God. Our health, our wealth, they are all important to God. Are you with me? Now, if they are all important to God, then understand that at some stage, God is going to challenge you. God is going to open door for you. We say praise God for that, isn't it? But the door that God is going to open for you, he is going to use this elderly man who knows somebody in, in, in some... Um, he used to work in Harrods. He knows somebody that works in Harrods. And God is going to use this man to open a door for this sister. Praise the Lord. You see, so she needs to be obedient for this man to open that door. Amen. My point is, we are chained. We are all, you know, the days of the angel descending and, and turning into a, a, a man and, and going and open that door. I mean... God is now using we believers. Praise the Lord. Allow yourself to be used by God. Allow yourself to be used by God. If if you allow God to use you in somebody's life, listen, you don't know the satisfaction the joy, the peace, not that person, but you get. And it's simply because you have obeyed God. When you obey God, you have peace. What's the next? Seek not to be rich, but to be a blessing. Seek to be a blessing, not to be rich. You see, if your heart is right, then whatever God blesses you with, you become a blessing. Seeking to be rich, and you need to get it in its right context. And that is, it's good for you to have wealth. If your heart is at the right place. Seeking to be rich. um, Seek not to be rich, but be a blessing. Let giving be your primary objective in uh, obtaining wealth. Let giving be the purpose, the goal, the reason why you want to be wealthy. It's not all the time that God wants us to do A. We are individuals. God is using us all differently. And he's going to prosper us differently. But every prosperity is prosperity. That's the last one, isn't it? As steward... We don't owe what God entrusts entrusts us with. Become a channel, not a storehouse. Please, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you, open your heart. Open your heart. God. I'm not talking about even this in this church, but wherever you are, whatever you can do as you hear God speaks to you, obey. See, just because And please, if you wear a cross, don't be offended. But just because you wear a cross, that doesn't make you a Christian. Anybody can buy the cross and wear. You are a Christian based on what you do. You are a Christian based on what you do. Jesus left his home and took upon himself the form of a human being so that he can redeem mankind. He was on a mission. Would you respond to God to be a good steward? In this life, for the life that is to come. When you sh- see a need, how do you respond? How do you respond when you see a need? Let's bow down our heads. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, our Lord Jesus Christ had given us everything that pertained to life and godliness. Thank you. We have life. And everything that we need in this life, He had already made provision. Praise the Lord. He requires us to be obedient to Him. Our duty is to respond to the Father. Amen. Maybe there are obstacles in our way that hinder us that we are unable to hear from God. Maybe there are blockages. Maybe there are stubbornness that hinder We see Maybe we've already, we, we've already made up our mind because we have preconceived ideas. I want you to undo it all. I'm encouraging you to have an open heart. If you have an open heart to God, the sky is the limit where God will take you. I want you to have an open heart. I want you to talk to God to say, if you're willing, talk to him. I want to be a good steward. I read a scripture a couple of weeks ago. Talks about where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Where are your treasures? Are they in the kingdom of God? Or are they in the world? I want you to talk to God. I want you to open your heart to him. I'm sure there are ways that you can improve. There are areas that you can improve. So talk to him right now. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for these ones that you have spoken through us to them. Lord, whatever their heart desire is, whatever their prayer is, we pray in the name of Jesus. You are our helper through the Holy Spirit. So I pray help from above, that each one of us will be better with our stewardship. We will improve, we will get better with what you have entrusted into our hands. Use it for the kingdom, in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.